Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhard. I'm your host. Welcome. All right, today we're talking about perception. Can I trust it? All right, let's do some background work here. Uh, let me ask you a couple questions. What is hot weather to you? Okay, so here in my neck of the woods, I'm, I'm visiting some family where I'm in Tennessee. Uh, you know, the weather is like 90s, very humid, very sunny, uh, although we've had some thunderstorms. What is hot weather to you? You know, somebody asked me, oh, it's so hot here. And I was like, it's not any hotter than it is at home. Right. But what is hot weather to you? What do you consider hot or too hot? Um, what do you what do you consider is cooled water? Like if you're going to go take a shower or a bath, what is too cold? Right. And what is uh, spicy food to you? I have uh, my aunt here is uh, black pepper is almost too spicy. And then my uncle, which, of course, they've married each other, uh, loves spicy food. The spicier, the better. Right. But what is spicy food to you? Okay, that's all based on perception and also preference. So your perception of spice and temperature and weather creates a interpretation for you based on your experience of what is hot, what is cold, what is spicy and what your preference is. I know people who, you know, grew up in Texas where they said, oh my God, it's too hot. I got to go somewhere cooler. I know people who grew up here, you know, in Michigan and they hate the snow. And so they go to Texas, right? What's your perception and interpretation? Now, let's get a little sciency on, on you here. Uh, did you know that the stars you're seeing in the sky right now, so if you were to go out at nighttime and look and you could see stars, did you know that those stars are all dead based on uh, the speed of light and, and, and how you know stars are formed and all that? Uh, I won't get that sciency on you. Uh, but those stars that you're looking at are actually not alive. So even though you're perceiving stars, they're not really there. I know, freaky, right? Did you know that colors don't exist? I know, you're looking around your space and you're like, yeah, Michelle, I'm seeing the colors here. What, what do you mean they don't exist? There is something with your eyeballs your nerves and your brain that interpret color for you. So when you look at, I'm looking at, uh, you know, this thing over here, it's red. When I look at this red thing, that thing isn't really red. My eyeballs, nerves, and brain are interpreting, perceiving that they are red. Uh, trust me, this is science. Okay. And did you know that dirt is not actually dirt? Dirt is actually filled uh, with a ton of living organisms. When you put your hand into dirt, you are literally putting it into a million, trillion, zillion living organisms. It's not like, you know, the dirt that you think of. Kind of the same with sand. Okay? You're perceiving it as dirt, when in reality, it's something different. Okay, so keeping all of that in mind, what is real? I know, I'm blowing your mind this morning, right? So, so <laughs> I, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable here, but when you really start to think about this, you're like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> what is real, right? Um, 
so uh, as if you do a research study, okay, there's certain things that you have to have included. I'm not going to include all of them. So those of you who have done research before, do not send me an email. I'm just using this as an example, okay? But when you do a research study, you have to give background information. Like this is the research that we've done before. This is what, what we know about whatever we're talking about, right? You have to give definitions. So these are some keywords and we have to help you understand this is what they mean because there could be a different meaning, right? There's assumptions that you have to give. So based on X, Y, and Z, this study is built around this. Then of course you give the exact protocol because someone else could take your study. They could either replicate it or they could take it and change something. Then you have to share what are called your limitations and delimitations. Basically what it says is keeping all of this in mind, there are still some things that might not make this, this research study, you know, the greatest, you know, one of them is generalizability. So saying I did this research study in this population, but we can't take the results and say it, it works for everybody. Okay. Uh, and of course your results, whatever you found. And then there's a section that says more is needed. So it's always saying, you know, here, here's based on what we know, uh, and based on these requirements and what we're saying, these, these words mean, um, this is what we did. This is what we found. And guess what? We still need to know more. That's research in a nutshell. Okay. So when people say, oh, this is research-based, evidence-based, that kind of thing. Yes, I totally get that. I agree with that. Hey, PhD here. Okay. However, when you truly understand what research is, you understand that it's on, on shifty ground. Okay. And, uh, it's basically a process that says, these are my perceptions and interpretations and what I think they mean. Right. And others will kind of understand based on their perceptions, right? So they're going to take your information and, you know, maybe they're creating laws and rules and regulations and protocols and changes based on what you have shared. Okay. Now here's a question. What if your assumptions are wrong? Okay. So that the assumptions are like the foundation beneath your research. What if those are wrong? Now, some people will say, well, this is why we want to, when we're reading a journal, we want to have a peer reviewed art uh, journal so that, you know, several, uh, experts will get together and kind of look at that and agree. Okay. So maybe you've got three, four five people reading your article and they agree with your assumptions. What if those people are wrong? Right? I'm just saying good healthy dose of asking this question. What is real, right? Our sensory intake and perception, right? And our interpretation, our judgment, our expectations run our life. You don't think they do? Think about it. What kind of food do you eat? Where do you live? Uh, what kind of shower do you take? These examples that we just shared, right? Your perception and inter interpretation determine everything you do in life. So if you, uh, you know, you don't enjoy cold weather because it gives you stiff joints, you have that perception in your body of stiff joints. Maybe you'll become what we call a snowbird. You'll live six months in Michigan, six months in Florida. Um, if you're going about and you're, um, you know, maybe at work and you, you meet a person who's kind of bringing drama to you, right. And you're perceiving these drama vibes, right. 
that will uh, that interpretation will make you either ignore, avoid, uh, fight, or freeze. So your perception of what's happening will determine your behavior. If you're out taking a walk and you see a dog and this dog starts to bark at you and you have had an experience in the past where a dog has bitten you, uh, your, your fear perception will, will say this dog is mean and you're going to have a result. You're probably going to try to avoid that dog, right? Uh, if the dog gets too close, you might even try to fight the dog. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you might do, but your perception, sensory perception and interpretation is going to run what happens in that interaction. So can you trust your perception? Is it real? How can you understand your perception to help you rather than to limit you? How do you go about the process of understanding, okay, this thing happened. What were, what was I perceiving? What was I interpreting? How could I change that perception? Have other options in my choice bank, if you will, um, to have a different result. In essence, how can I change my life? Okay. I know your head is probably spinning right now. You're like, oh my gosh, you're totally changing the way that I see the world right now. I get it. Um, this is one of the, the topics that we really delve into. It's one of my favorites, honestly, in our life on purpose program. Uh, we go through some of this, uh, a little bit, uh, deeper and probably with more clarity than what I can give you in about 10 minutes. Uh, but if this is something that you're like, oh man, I think I need to kind of delve into this and, and realize this a little bit more for myself. Uh, if you're stuck in any way in your life and you're not able to move forward, you're just having problems and issues and challenges, uh, and, and some drama, I guarantee you coming into the life on purpose program is going to help you change your thinking. Okay. So the links are in the comment or the, the description for the episode. Feel free to go and check that out and, uh, join us. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.